0: Welcome to the Cauldron of Gaming Podcast Show, a video game show for all the mages, necromancers, geomancers, and summoners who play games, listen to stuff, and watch things. I'm your host, Frankie, and today I'm joined by the meticulous Josh. Hello, my friends. who are listening. We're listening. We're talking. Uh, this week, we're just going to be running loose, I suppose, and just talking about some speculative news stories, I suppose. But we have both beaten Elden Ring, and we're going to talk about that later in the show. Uh, but we're also going to be updating you on all the things we've been reading, listening to, playing, and watching. And don't forget, we're going to be adding to that Pauldron of Gaming Music Playlist. Woo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and start off with uh, us in real life how we experience the real deal, walking around, around real people. Josh, how's the job been going? How have you been enjoying the windy yet warm, yet cold weather of Colorado that changes sporadically? Sure, uh, thanks for asking. Um, as far as job's concerned,
1: um, it's been great. Uh, it, feels, it feels like I found something that's worth me chasing. And uh, not only awesome. that, I am doing insanely well like i'm actually one of the top performers there right now nuts right this yeah. is so cool <laughs> yeah so, so thanks for, asking. for you <laughs> yeah um one of them i'm not like the, the primo primo the crop i'm just doing very well and uh anyway That's so cool
0: i'm so happy
1: <laughs> thanks. and uh as far as the wind man So I don't know about you, but whenever I'm walking outside and it's really gusty and if the wind's able to push me over, not like push me over, like I'm gonna fall over, but push me. Like I have to like adjust myself to make sure I don't fall over and stuff while the wind's blowing me away. Mm -hmm. Um, I I start to laugh like hell. I just just laugh. I'm like, like, oh my God. It's like, imagine if somebody like actually came up to me and pushed me, would I laugh at them when they push me? Like I'm laughing at you,
0: the wind. Yeah, I guess for uh, for listeners, uh, we're located we're located in uh, Colorado in the United States, and that's kind of in Central America.
1: Not um, even close, to Central America, but central. Where Central America? God. Slightly left of
0: Central America, <laughs> I guess.
1: <laughs> we're near the, We're near the mid. We're basically like we're we're not Midwest, but we're near the Midwest, but we're in the West. If that
0: makes sense. Yeah, not Midwest, but like in between California and the Midwest. Is mm-hmm. where Colorado is. Um, a lot of my work is outside, so a lot of it has to be canceled because uh, I'm an exterminator. So a lot of it is like spraying, and if I spray when it's this windy, when it gets my that windy, face. it's just like, yeah, it gets in my face, or it just blows away and not, it doesn't get where it needs to. But um, it's it's been hindering my work, but it's kind of fun, I guess. <laughs> I, I enjoy cloudy, overcast weather, and uh, today we've got that, over here, anyway, I don't know how it is over where you're at, but I haven't looked honestly, <laughs> <laughs> even my birds are laughing, yeah, okay, <laughs> now nah, today I've been inside all day, so, but I can still see that it's a cloudy day, and I love it, that's my kind of day. Uh, do we want to talk about what we've been doing lately as far as media goes, or yeah. do we want to, okay. let's. let's no, do let's do that. that, yeah, before we get, yeah, yeah. Is Can I gosh? start? Please. I yeah. want to start. Okay. Because right before we started recording this, uh, Fabrice and I finally watched The Batman, the new Batman movie. Okay. Because uh, it was finally made available on HBO Max, and we didn't want to go to a theater Is it? So watch it yeah oh i'll have to watch it then that's good to know okay oh okay well i was hoping that i could do spoilers but uh no i'll I'll keep it (laughs) i'll keep it pretty secretive um right after i watched it I, i went and watched uh min max's spoiler cast and i i just kind of i i think i realized that i hate when people are being so critical of something when i think you should kind of these kind of movies you should suspend your disbelief and just like enjoy what they're giving you. But I don't think that you have to suspend your disbelief that much for this movie. And I I guess I just, maybe for me, I just don't like being critical overall. But with that being said, I loved it. I, I, I loved it. And the reason we've been putting off watching it was that it was three hours long and it really didn't feel three hours long for for me i think fabrice felt that way because he had to go to the bathroom halfway through but <laughs> for me i thought it was like i thought it was beautiful i thought the way it was filmed was gorgeous uh there were a lot of great uh cinematic moments in the movie the fight scenes were amazing it it kind of the way Batman fights made me think of the video games. Honestly, like the Arkham. Arkham. Yeah, the Arkham games. Uh, he he's a brawler in the movie. Uh, I loved the new Batmobile. I I thought Colin Farrell as the Penguin was amazing. I loved him. I thought he was really great. The uh Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, she was amazing. She was uh Fabrice's favorite part. Oh, uh, she did such a good job, and like I just think the story was really really enthralling and I just couldn't wait to see what was going to happen next I really like that they they just give you the um, here's the thing like I feel like a lot of movies assume that the audience is stupid so they have to explain every single thing and this movie doesn't do that they're just kind of like yeah this is Batman He's, he's like already Batman and this is him doing like a certain different thing and I feel like there's a really cool character arc they do with him where he's like I'm just beating up bad guys. Oh, wait, there's something more important going on. Maybe I should like focus on that. Uh, and and Catwoman, Zoe Kravitz, she does a good job of like reflecting that and uh building the story. I you know, I, I'm I'm trying not to spoil anything, but I think it was a really amazing movie. I loved it so much. It gave me hints of like uh the Joker movie that DC and Warner Brothers did before. I really liked The Joker, and it kind of gave me feels of that. It's dark, it's uh, violent, it's gritty, uh, but it's like a detective mystery, and it was just a really fun and cool watch overall. Uh, I give it... Four and a half stars, because <laughs> it out was slow in some... Out part. of
1: five stars or ten stars? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <out> of, <laughs> making, making sure. I'm like, oh, that's a low score if it's out of 10 I guess, like I
0: guess um, since video games, we're a video game podcast, and, and most things are out of ten, so I would give it like an, uh, a nine. I would give it a nine. Okay, that's good. I mean, I've heard good things about the
1: Batman, so I, I, I the way I kind of see it is um, if, everybody, if a lot of people like it, there's a good chance I'm going to like it, but then Again, it doesn't always apply, but still, there's a, mm-hmm. a chance I'll probably enjoy it too. Um, and actually, I wanted something you brought up that I thought was very interesting. That you brought up, uh, I think you already know this about me, but I have a real chip on my shoulder when it comes to people. Oh my who, god,
0: and, your birds,
1: yeah. When <laughs> they, um, when they when well, not the birds, but when people um review something and they end up like destroying it, and yeah, if you destroy something that I like, I might have a little bit of a problem with it, but some things people just destroy and makes you wonder like wh- why like okay here's a great example the uh halo tv series right now that's currently streaming on paramount plus Ooh, do we want to move on to that because i've been keeping up with that have okay, you been so, watching it yeah i've been watching it too yeah yeah okay so i'm gonna say from as me hell i know you're at this point you're a halo fan too yeah. as a halo fan um I, I actually hear about it any franchise that I like, this includes Monster Hunter, Dragon's Dogma, um, yeah, uh, Hell, Halo, you know, it's... I like it whenever we get any kind of adaption, whether it's books, comics, books, um, artwork, it's TV shows, more video games. I think that's great, because here's why. That means it's gonna reach more people. More people might get into it. Like, I think as a fan, when we get more fans to enjoy it, it makes the franchise that much better. So I have a so people are a lot of people, are not, I'm not sure a lot. Of people, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna call them the five percent are bashing Halo, the Halo TV series. Um, because it's, I, I can actually I've been avoiding the reasons why people don't like it. Um, one thing I want to remind everybody who, who watches the TV series, remember it is not Halo Prime universe, it is a different universe altogether. So um, I think one of the biggest hang up people have about it is probably because he takes off his helmet a lot. Like most of the time, Chief does not have his helmet on. And in, the, and in the in the games, we don't ever see his face. We see the back of his head, but we never see his face. So I, I would say to this is like, just kind of keep in mind that this is called the silver timeline. It's a silver timeline. It's a different timeline. And if you think, look at characters like Quan, the reason why he took his helmet off when talking to Quan was because if you listen to the dialogue in the very first episode, they make Spartans sound like they are devils, monsters, just killing machines. Quan felt threatened. She took his helmet off to give a face to the monster.
0: To humanize the Spartans. Are you saying you like the Halo show?
1: I do like the Halo show. Because okay. um, as far as I'm concerned, I'm getting more Halo. <laughs> so,
0: so. so for me, um, I'm lukewarm on it. Okay. Um, I guess... I'll just voice my opinions and get your reaction. Um, I don't like Quan Ha. I think her story is so (laughs) uninteresting. I really hate when we go back to her and uh, the smuggler who used to be a Spartan. Like, I I just don't even understand why this is part of the story because it doesn't seem to connect to anything else in any way. Mm -hmm. And I don't find her interesting. I actually find her really annoying. So Mm -hmm. every time we go back to her, I really hate it. And I, I just almost tune out because I just don't understand why this is part of the show except to like give uh, a little bit more depth to the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Halsey, I do like how they're doing Halsey because she seems like she's pretending to be a good person, but she, you can still tell she's a piece of shit. So mm-hmm. I like that. I think she's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. The Cortana stuff... Um, I'm a little iffy about because she doesn't seem like the Cortana I know from the games, but she seems like a really cool character at the same time. Um, I don't mind uh, Master Chief keeping his helmet off all the time because that's uh, Pablo Schreiber. Oh my god, he's such a treat. He's such a dream to look at. And uh, the episode where he takes his chip out, oh my god, you get to see almost all of his body. Not the parts (laughs) you want to see, but almost all of it. (laughs) Right on. Okay. But uh, uh, there's interesting story things happening with Master Chief. I like that. Mm-hmm. It, um, but the fact that most of the time that his helmet's off just kind of disconnects me from Halo because mm-hmm. he we barely see him with that helmet on and his whole look is having that helmet on. So it almost doesn't even feel like it's Master Chief because we barely ever see him with his helmet on. I do like the Spartan Kai. I think she's my second favorite character i love that she saw him take his chip out so she took hers out too and i love where her character's going i i think she's like one of the prime characters in that okay um keys daughter i can't remember her name i feel like she was a character in the game but they yeah um miranda keys miranda okay they changed her so much they changed her so much that she's like not even the same person from the oh, yeah mm-hmm. um yeah. and i understand what you're saying this is a different universe it's uh completely like we're doing something different here but it it feels so far apart from halo that i kind of think that it they just wanted to take the skin of halo and just like write their own show okay. and i think that they could have stuck a little closer to the source material uh for fans maybe or even Even for the general mass public watching it, like Halo's not a bad story. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. I remember like first starting watching this and thinking that like Master Chief being uh, apart from the military and a fugitive from them is so weird because you work with the military and the army and the Marines so much that it's so weird that they're against him this whole time and that he's just like this weird fugitive person that has to be watched um that's why i'm lukewarm on it i think that the even if even if this didn't have halo part of it i still think that it's just kind of weird splotchy writing that i'm not really sure about especially the Quan hua like i said i don't Mm -hmm. understand how that implements with the rest of the story but as far as like uh, a halo based tv show it feels like what they're working towards is uh, the season finale is going to be them finding the halo and then season two is going to be them actually on the halo mm. if if
1: we get a season two yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: so <laughs> yeah it's questionable but you can tell that they have a high budget for the show yeah. it's gorgeous oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um everything is gorgeous everything looks good the times when they are fighting the times when there is action or like some sci-fi element gorgeous mm-hmm. but that's just my opinion and i'm sorry i've just been controlling this i just wanted to throw my no, opinion out i just no. vomited it out but like no, yeah, tell me what you're you think good. you're good um so i agree with you i do not like Quan ha either um i very
1: much dislike her but i don't have a problem with <laughs> it i, I, I don't have, i don't have an issue with um i can't remember his name uh the other spartan um who's who's with her i can't remember his name yeah, anyway sure. i i i do like him though uh, I, do. Anyway.
0: I, I like him too i think he's doing a great job
1: yeah so i i guess one of those things too is like it's one of those things it's kind of like when you play a video game is that you know you don't you'll have characters drop in randomly you don't know where'd you come from or why you know what's going on here what's going on here and you don't usually get the answer and if you're lucky enough you don't get the answer as if you're lucky you get an answer you may not get an answer till later in the video game it's kind of the same when you watch it read a book or when you watch a show or watch a movie usually don't get your answers until lit, so at some point other point there's a good chance they might be able to bring it a full circle at some point hard to say if they will hard to say if they won't yeah um so um, yeah but I think you're if anything pure speculation here yeah it's probably the reason why it should probably exists is literally to give us another part of the Halo universe that even in the video games you don't really see which is the it which happens to be the um, the the uh, we call it insurrectionists or the, the insurrectionists the the people the uh, the rebels like that's a, that was a big deal in um, pre pre Halo history for the UNSA okay.
0: yeah we're, we're as far as how much of the games I've played? were partway through Halo Four, okay. so we played uh, up to there. Okay. all the Halo and games. Crazy part about
1: you know, Chief being somewhat of a kind of a loose cannon in the TV show. Halo Chief becomes a loose cannon in the t- in the video games too. Yeah. So um, granted, you're not there yet, but you're going to get there. So well, I've
0: seen like uh, so. I guess we should have said spoilers for the show and the game, but like in the game, I know that Cortana is like breaking down. She's going nuts. Yeah. Rap and and, see. Yep. Yeah. And and master chief is disobeying orders now because he's like, why are you guys not doing anything about this? Like huge threat. Mm. Uh, we're just going to go do it ourselves. So that's kind of where we're at in halo mm. four, but it wasn't anything like the whole government was like, Hey, master chief is, a fugitive and like i think that was the first episode right where they were all targeting him and they're yeah. like gonna bring him to justice it was like what is this i it's, that's weird to me because oh, i yeah. remember working side by side with them all the i think <laughs> mean,
1: the one thing i appreciate about the tv show is to see a different part different way of a different story to the Master Chief because if once you learn about what the Spartan, like hell, even playing the games and you learn and read the books and whatnot, you find out what the Spartan program is. Man, the Spartan program is fucked up.
0: No, trust. So, Actually, yeah. I do like uh, where the story's going where uh, Master Chief John mm-hmm. uh, 117, he's remembering. Halsey kind of kidnapping him and putting him into the program, but he's remembering it like in pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's interesting to me. I want to see where that goes. And and that's
1: actually not far. That's actually almost spot on with the, the source material. That 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 part of the storytelling in the TV show. Yeah, because yeah.
0: because that story, like we get introduced to Halsey in Halo Four. I remember that and the Spartan program. So it is interesting to see them like put it into like context and. Uh, I don't know I like how they're doing it I I find it very interesting and I, I have no problems with that all the pro all, all the problems all the parts with uh <laughs> Master Chief I'm enjoying I I want to see where his story goes and I really like his character and I like him like kind of warming up to cortana but also he hates her at the same time oh but yeah she's like in his head she she was oh like, yeah like it was like no implanted no, sp- into his head no
1: spoilers as far as like what happens in the last episode but what she does to him in the last episode was freaking nuts so
0: oh okay well can't talk about alert. It. do not yeah, talk about it he was a-
1: not talk about it do not talk about it let people find it out on them themselves (laughs) hell you tell you telling that she's literally in his head spoiler
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay well can i say like what she stopped him from doing i kind of wish he had done (laughs) Uh, they changed a lot of things the way cortana
1: works in the in the tv show versus the game is way different Um,
0: let me talk to you about that
1: how she looks i I, i'm not You know, I I, I remember. I remember seeing the the people getting like, you know, being raging about what the new Cortana looks like before she even like appeared in TV show. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I like, you know what? I I I didn't have a problem when I saw it. Then when I saw her in the actual the show, I was like, I actually I don't mind this version of Cortana at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. I I didn't have a problem with it. Um, I saw a picture and I was like, eh, whatever, because I think I just glanced at it. But seeing her in the show, I was like um it was hard to get used to because she's a cg character she's like pretty much the she's a main character but she's all cg but i i love that voice i love that cortana voice and even though cortana annoys me in the halo games a little bit i'm liking really her in the show okay
1: <laughs> yeah, So i think we're. i mean let's let's wait and see more you know what happens with halo but uh think you know kind of like you know what started this whole conversation was i think that you know y'all we live such short lives that if you have something you love so much and it gets adapted take it take it for what it's worth like you know it's like um be happy that it's that it's being even though maybe it's not what you wanted but it might be exactly what it was needed to get other people into the get into the franchise hopefully it's what what's what it is (laughs) like like um like hell the witcher the witcher tv show i love that tv show and uh i can't wait to get more uh, more witcher on netflix i i and i'm also a fan of the games too so it's like you know, if P- if any of you happen to watch the Witcher TV show and it made you want to play the games and, or read the books,
0: like that's awesome. You're right. Um, I, I, Fabrice and I kind of feel like there's not much Halo going on in the Halo show, okay. but we're not hating it. Okay. <laughs> Well, fair
1: enough, and I and I would say I'm on the opposite spectrum. I think there is plenty of Halo to know that it's Halo. Anytime I any, that, and oh yeah, any like anytime you see anytime you see Cortana, anytime you see the Chief, even if he's not wearing his helmet, every time you see any of the Spartans, anytime you see any of the aliens, anyone see the you, you see I'm about say Yautja, sorry, Yaocha's is not <laughs> not the same as the Sangheili, sorry. Anyway, like the elites, but anyway, um, but when you, anytime you see like to me, there's I I would say the only time you don't it doesn't seem to feel like Halo to me is every time you see Con as uh, you see Kwan.
0: Yep, yep. That yeah. that always seems like what is this? It, it, it uh, okay, sorry, I'm just like struggling over my own thoughts. <laughs> when when they first went to that place with Quan Ha after magical. I think it was like the yeah, magical. I I was honestly thinking Mass Effect. Like it felt like this is Mass Effect all of a sudden. The you know, funny thing is I when you mentioned that if Mass Effect ever got made into
1: a TV show, I think everybody would be like, well, feels a lot like Halo the other way around. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, even though a, a Mass Effect TV show would translate really well. So
0: yeah. there's so much more to work with there.
1: Yeah. Oh, he, well, even Halo does, too. Like one of the probably one of the greatest parts about the whole Halo franchise is the books. Not just the games but the books, too. Do the you books think are- they're, they're utilizing that? i have no idea i i've only read like three or four of the halo books
0: well that's still more than me and probably the average person
1: maybe so but there are tons of halo books so and the crazy part too is that one of the best things about the halo universe is it's not just about the master chief but it yes it all starts with the master chief but there's like other spartan teams that you get to read read about their experiences um um you know there's god hell you know what is it uh Halo ODST, one of your teammates is, I think his name is his name Buck. I can't remember his name.
0: Oh, girl. Uh, we tried to play it through ODST and we did not like it. Oh, I love it. But oh. We just moved on to the next one. <laughs> the best
1: part <laughs> to look, the best way to look at ODST, anybody who hasn't played Halo ODST, is that you're basically, you're not the Master Chief. You're basically the Master Chief, but without arm, without without shields basically <laughs> <laughs> but it changes the way you play the game though which i think interesting about. like imagine if Master Chief. it well yeah you you had playing experiences where you are master chief and you have no shields imagine if you don't have shields period
0: well let me let me let's get back to the show real quick Sure, i, I brought some <laughs> things up that i want to hear your opinion about what do you think of kai kai
1: um i i like her i i totally think the reaction that Oh, I don't want to spoilers. Anyway, last that last episode was freaking fantastic, by the way, I think.
0: Yeah, I um, think it was a really good uh, up for that series. Yeah, so far. but
1: um, yeah, well, even when she removed her chip, I was like, damn. I was like, Kai, don't do it. Do not do it. She's doing it, of course, but don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to Then she talk- cause. She oh, talked ahead.
0: to other Spartans. She's like, do you wonder why you don't wonder why? Right.
1: That part. <laughs> yeah, but if that doesn't give anybody you know a reason to think that she did something, I don't know what would. <laughs> so, other hair. than the, other, other than the other than the gun. Like, the, the hey, cream. that's yeah. weird.
0: You ha- you're expressing personality. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. When you know, all the Spartans actually have a personality, but even with when, even when they are just, you know emotionalist machines, <laughs> so yeah. they all they all have char- they all have a different characterization of what they do, how they do. So yeah, I know it's it's a really weird. Some of this, that's probably one of the weird parts of the storytelling is that I, you know I don't even know if Spartans actually have like all. I mean, I know they have a lot of augments and modifications, but I don't know if they even do they do they really have a
0: chip put in them that post it's post. Yeah, to help that seems their... like I'm not sure if that's a thing from the books because yeah, it's not in the game. So. I don't it's think like so. Master yeah. Chief never removed something from himself. To yeah, so it's it's a plot people. it's it's
1: a plot device, but yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like. The reason why spartans are so badass is because of the whole reason why the spartan 2 program was put in place so you know these these kids showed exceptional signs that halsey you know saw basically took them in
0: i will Uh, say that this last episode had one of my favorite moments of the series so far is that there was uh, a warthog rushing into battle Mm -hmm. light spoilers and the guy who was manning the turret he got shot with some needler needle- and rounds, explodes and yeah. he exploded into yeah. a pot of blood. Yeah. <laughs> and I oh, loved that.
1: <laughs> actually, I think a lot of people did because that like because <laughs> one of the that's The previous episode, Kai talks about how the needlers work yeah and you actually get to see how the needlers work in, in action the next episode it's like kai, kai was right she and kai mm-hmm. loves the kai loves the needlers <laughs>
0: <laughs> and when she was holding it it looked really cool like cooler than it yeah. looks in the games <laughs> yeah, oh
1: yeah I, so that's one of the things that's nuts i think about that the, the they, basically the set designs and the, the prop design is that they're doing such a good job
0: oh high yeah. budget everything yeah.
1: looks great yeah i love it i mean that's the spartan armors by just themselves are freaking dope as hell like when you do see the, map, like the very first episode, when you see the when you see the when you see uh was it red team or silver team? I can't what they really call it. I think it's silver team. When you see them drop into magical and into the town to start fighting, that was freaking awesome. There's only one thing that didn't make sense was when the colonists were using the the machine gun. And then you know they're not able to kill any of the song Healy.
0: Oh, But then, yeah, then yeah,
1: then Spartan. Then the Master Chief picks it up, and they, all of a sudden he's able to rip them, to, rip, rip them to shreds. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. Does not no. make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: um, I guess
1: uh, yeah. So that's funny. But yeah, what else did you experience, my friend? <laughs> <So> to...
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess we could move on from that. I feel like there was one more thing I was going to say. Uh... I'm. I I just feel lukewarm on the show, but I'm going to keep uh-huh. watching. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Okay,
1: I'm enjoying it. I can't wait. To, I can't wait till next week.
0: I just <laughs> I just can't wait to see uh, Master Chief make it again. Hopefully that happens. Uh, otherwise I'll just keep going back and rewatching watching that scene. Oh my God, Pablo Schreiber, he's so dreamy. You know,
1: I wish there was somebody in that show that I was like, God damn, I can't wait to see more of that person. There is is, there isn't, there is isn't, no one that I think is like super attractive. <laughs> like I'm just like, no one, not even. And like, for me, the, the person who's probably the prettiest in my opinion has to be Halsey so that, that and she's such
0: a piece of shit and she's a, yeah she's a bitch so. so like her personality
1: turns you off yeah. <laughs> right. so yeah it's one of those things so oh like, she
0: is really pretty though
1: yeah she yeah. is yeah well, i guess the cortana cortana is pretty too but you know sure yeah but yeah i yeah i wish i wish i could i wish i could experience that like how you are with these, some of these shows i can't do that I can't. <laughs> like i have one show to talk about where i probably could kind of tell you but it's kind of nuts that a lot there's a lot of attractive characters in it male and female
0: yeah i mean like i feel like these days uh the men are starting to get some love too because we we used to see Mm -hmm. growing up for me you would always see tits and maybe sometimes vagina you never saw like men sexualized and i think we're getting that a lot more these days which is great Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yeah, i agree with you things for the women
0: and things for the gay men or just those for who like Mm men Mm -hmm. um i love it I appreciate it too. When
1: when we do see anything outside of, um, you know, anything that's you know more aimed at uh, heterosexuals is when they make it so it's it seems natural. It's not
0: forced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I appreciate I appreciate that a lot. So I guess the other okay. So I have two things that I've been watching slash playing. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about something you've been watching or playing before. I Yeah, get actually, behind. sure. Um, so we, actually,
1: we both talked about a thing we both shared. We both watched. Um, I'm also watching uh, Star Trek Discovery. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because um, I because I got Paramount Plus subscription watching Halo, I figured, what the hell? Yeah. Let's, let's check out the Star Trek Discovery. I love that show. I don't know the 5% that do not like the show. I don't know what your problem is. I really don't understand i'm like i i like through the past two like last week and this week i've already watched seasons one through three of it and uh that's how much i like it like i'm binging it it's stupid and i'm on the i'm on the fourth season right now and just started it today and when, I, I i love this show was that like 2000s or in the 90s it's actually one of the more recent um, star Trek shows um i don't know when the first um season aired let me check and also, did you watch Star Trek before
0: or is this your first?
1: Oh, no, no. I'm a Star. Trek. I'm, I've watched I've been I've been watching Star Trek from since I was a kid. Oh, OK. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. So it's not new to me at all. <laughs> um, hell, my favorite Star Trek uh, media happens to be uh, some of the movies. My favorite movie is Star Trek First Contact. Um, anyway, let's see here. Uh, Star Trek Discovery. Interesting. Yeah. I don't talk about Star Trek very often. Hell, I don't talk about Star Wars very often.
0: Yeah, I mean, if there's a Trekkie on here con- who can convince me to watch it, I have Paramount Plus too. So
1: yeah, I think. Well, I was going to try and recommend it to you. I think that, um, that if if anything, um, there is uh, happens to be a gay couple in the show that I think are amazing.
0: Gay men or gay women? Gay men.
1: What girl? Yep. Yep. Hey, yep. <laughs> and and here the best part too is that to me it's very natural. It's very beautiful. And on top of that, both both of them, um, both as it, um, and, you know, What is his name? The engineers, Semets, I think his name, and then Doctor Colbert. They're both good-looking men.
0: Mm.
1: I, I think you'll like them. Uh, Star Trek Discovery. Star Trek Discovery. Paramount Plus. Come on. Where where's where's the wiki? Oh. First episode was uh, September 19th of 2017. So it's been around around for five years. It's been around for five years. Yeah.
0: I was wondering what the Star Trek was that I used to watch on Sundays. Um, Oh, who knows? a teenager.
1: Could probably, it was either, you're probably either watching, uh, I'm going to take a wild guess. You're either watching DS, you're probably watching DS9, honestly. Either DS.
0: What's his name? Patrick. Uh, Patrick Stewart? That's next Patrick generation. Stewart, yeah. Next,
1: that's the next generation. Yep.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I used to, like, when there'd be nothing to do after we got home from church, I would just, like, watch Fox. And I think that there'd be a Star Trek on. I'd be like, yeah, okay, whatever. Okay. I didn't watch it closely. They also had VIP, uh, which was Valerie Irons Protection, which was that um, Pamela Anderson show. Okay. <laughs> which... I, I can't tell you much about either. I would probably just pay attention for a little bit and then just draw or do chores or something. Sunday was not a good day for shows. But anyway. Yeah, you're,
1: yeah. I remember being a kid that wasn't <laughs> lot to watch on Sundays. I remember. I remember um, when Sequest was a was a TV show. I used to watch that when I could watch it on, on Sunday Sunday evenings when I was a kid. Seacrest.
0: Sequest. Sequest. I was like Seacrest, like his Ryan Seacrest not Ryan, talk not Ryan show. Seacrest. No, no, <laughs> no, no.
1: Hit, no. But hit, hit, I do like watching it. when I was when I was working at Best Buy. I do like watching that the, the talk show was Ryan Seacrest, 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 Seacrest and other, <laughs> the, the other, the other, the other, the lady who was with them, They were actually fun to watch. But anyway, no, the show was called Sequest. right Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> <laughs> in the
0: alternate dimension,
1: right? But uh, yeah, so no, Star Trek Discovery. I'm gonna recommend it. I'm gonna recommend it to you. Um, Mostly because of that couple, but I when I, you know, if you haven't watched it, or actually, cool thing about the modern Star Trek, I would say, is that it's, um, I would say, it's more accessible to people who have never watched Star Trek. So if you haven't watched Star Trek, Discovery is worth checking out. I think, and if you don't like it, then you know, move on. <laughs> but I enjoyed the crap out of it, and uh, I'm going to be finishing it. Hell, there's a, you meet a captain in the second season, um, who coming this May, there's going to be a new show called star trek a new discovery i think is called and it airs in may and it happens to follow that captain and the classic
0: ship known as the uss enterprise interesting yeah i know nothing about the universe oh no worries i (laughs) i did see the um i did see the new star trek movies in theaters or the first uh, one anyway and i really mm -hmm. liked it
1: yeah Um, that movie is awesome i yeah I, i enjoyed it a lot I, 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 I once again, it's one of those things where the whole thing about the reason why people don't, some people don't like discovery, I don't know why, but pure speculation here is just that it's not it. It's just not what you wanted.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> but I could skip like the old sixties. Oh yeah, uh, okay, because yeah, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. you don't that. have
1: to. No, you don't have to watch that at all. Um, although I would say if you're gonna watch any of the old school movies, check out a search. Uh, it was a search uh, a search for Spock? I think it's called. Okay. Yeah, that one's a good. That one's a good. That one's a good um, Star Trek movie. But it's with the old crew, though, from the uh, '60s. Yeah. Still, I mean, it's up to you if you want to watch it, but I still recommend it. (laughs) A search for Spock is a good. Is a good. Is a good movie. Anyway, let's go. uh, Okay. Yeah. So so yeah, Star Trek Discovery. If you if y'all haven't watched Star Trek or want something Star Trek, has been a while. Check out Discovery.
0: Honestly, I'm really glad you brought this up because um, it's a universe I've never explored a universe I've been kind of interested in. And honestly, I I might start with Next Generation and actually like watch that the full way through to really. I like Patrick Stewart a lot. So just to see what he's doing. And then like uh, the one that you're saying, the newer one. Uh, One I thing I can say could about Discovery too it. is
1: you don't have to watch any of the old stuff to appreciate it. Cool part is too is that you do get to happen. You do get to hear names of, of those people from the previous shows. Like you hear Picard gets mentioned a couple times. Spock gets mentioned a bunch because Spock is literally in the second season. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so it's up to you if you want to do that. I mean, I I did try watching Next Generation uh, about a couple months ago, a few months ago. I only got to episode like twenty. Of season one, before I stop, only <laughs> well, it's one of the, it's hard for me to watch it mostly because of um how big the backlog is. Like, season one's like over 50 episodes, Jesus. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure it's over 50. I'm pretty sure it's over 50 episodes. Oh my so, god,
0: okay, yeah, so something reason, to fall asleep to, I guess. Yeah,
1: whereas <laughs> you can watch like yeah, the first season of Discovery, I think it's like 12 episodes. Okay.
0: <laughs> so. Well, moving on, I guess, to one of my two things that I've been experiencing lately. I want to save the big one for last because I just did that before we recorded. Uh, I've been playing playing Triangle Strategy. Cool. Because I beat Elden Ring and I, God, I was feeling like this void in my soul. I was like, I really want to play this game over again. So I started a new game. and I was like no I I can't do this right now because I'm just gonna be playing the same stuff over again and I'm just gonna be speed running and I I really don't do that I don't want to do that so I went back to Dark Souls the first Dark Souls and I was very happy with how that was going because it was like I kind of understood the mechanics and I was doing really well and I came to my first point where I was way too low level to be where I was and I died horribly. And I was like, do I really want to do this kind of same thing right now? Like the same, uh, just going around and doing the dark souls formula again, even though I love Elden ring and it just feels like uh dark souls was just like the, here's where it came from and it just wasn't as developed. And I just kind of was feeling that I wasn't enjoying it. So I wasn't playing games for a little bit I actually got back into drawing which I haven't done for a long time which made me very happy and I'm still doing it but I went back to triangle strategy because I bought that around the same time I got Elden Ring and I was like I'm gonna play this eventually and then never did and so now I'm playing it a lot uh what everybody is saying is true it starts off very slow (laughs) I would say that the whole beginning of the game is just making friends and learning about all the kingdoms and then you're like preparing for the wedding and you're doing banquets you do two banquets i think mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, then you're going for your wedding dress and then after that the game really picks up and it's like yes this is what i want i want to be playing these like tactics uh fighting scenarios and i'm I'm really, really loving it. I love the style of tactics they're doing, and it really gives me Final Fantasy Tactics vibes, which is one of my favorite games of all time. And it's giving it to me. I just I just kind of wish the game didn't start off so slow because it's only now recently. I played it today, and it's just uh, only... I'm only a little bit into the war actually starting and the story actually getting really good because <laughs> before it was like, okay, chapter three, I can finally do my second battle. And then (laughs) I'm on, I think I'm on chapter seven now and we're actually starting to do some battles and I I just want battles, give me battles. Why aren't there battles and story happening? And it, it does begin really slow. So I say to everybody out there, if you like Final Fantasy Tactics, this game is for you, but you have to be very patient. Mm. for the first few hours of the game honestly it's hours
1: yeah i've heard that there's more talking (laughs) there's more talking than fighting in that game
0: so it definitely begins very slow and it really i was like come Mm. on or tactics man you can fight all the damn time in that game (laughs) but it's funny because the point that i stopped at today Mm -hmm. um is actually the demo i played when i first played the game and i was like okay i'm gonna get this game So Mm -hmm. I'm at that point where they actually gave you the demo. It almost seems like, uh, they were fooling me because Mm -hmm. they were going to tell like five hours of story before you actually start getting into the story.
1: (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, that happens. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually starting to love it. I, Mm -hmm. I have characters that are like, oh my God, I love this one. This, this one's my rogue and this one's Mm -hmm. my healer. This is my attack mage. And this is my red mage who can Mm -hmm. heal and attack. I love it. I love it. And it's like, you can't. You can't prescribe classes to characters like you can in Final Fantasy Tactics. Right. They, their classes that are already set are really great. So I'm, I'm enjoying that. I'm, I'm, lo- I'm loving building up my characters and the story. Um, it's interesting, but, um, I think the characters are a little generic. So it could, it could be a little better, but it's not bad. And I love that the graphics are kind of like Octopath Traveler that new. 2D HD kind of look mm-hmm. um, overall it's a, it's a win for me it's the game I'm going to be playing for a little while now but yeah I, it's the game that got me back into gaming because <laughs> I felt honestly depressed after I played Elden Ring because I was like oh man it's over and I don't want to play it all over again I just want <laughs> there to be new things Right. <laughs> okay. anyway uh, go ahead Josh if you have anything else Ah, uh, see here. I wouldn't say I've played a whole lot of
1: new stuff. Um, kind of playing the same stuff. Still playing, um, Aliens Fire Team Elite. Um, we had a new season drop this past uh, Tuesday, adding the uh, Lancer. Um, what do you call it? Kit, which we just honestly, it's a class. So <laughs> they call them kits in this game. And um, fun times. Uh, the only thing that I am having a little spo- little disappointing is disappointing about playing Aliens Fire Team is that it's just. You know, there's a small player base for it, so um it takes sometimes it takes a little while to get into a match, and sometimes you end up, you know, everybody's skill level in this game is all over the place. So you can end up with awesome people on your team, where you can end up with te- people on your team who just suck, suck a lot. <laughs> so it's like it's just kind of it's like it's one of those things where people will quit while you're playing. So or they'll yeah you know, anyway either way it's just it's just not like the best experience at least. Um, it's at least for what you'd hope to be for a game where you feel like you should be able to drop in and immediately play good people you have to be patient to even get into a uh, get into a
0: game with someone. That sounds Which like is... my experience with uh, overwatch not okay. the nobody playing but like sometimes you're just stuck with a shit team yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: that's I, mean, I think you always run into that any game you play that has multiplayer in it. Mm. Um, yeah so and then um, I also um, recently jumped back into rogue Company as well so back to playing one of my you know fun multiplayer games it's it has up, up there's a massive still massive player base playing that game so there's no problem getting any matches in that game um i did pick up a game recently that just went on drop drop was it appeared on uh is available for you to put on your wish list and then two days later it dropped so you can buy it called uh what is it let me grab my controller real quick i forgot the name of it already it is called shattered tale of the forgotten king um it i guess I'm, i me terrible i was describing describing the game but i can describe the gameplay at the very least it's very much like dark souls meets devil may cry mm. it's kind of um still more dark souls though in the sense of the the combat but it um, the way the character moves it, i w- would say how much how much mobility characters have in dark or in uh devil may cry i would say it's it's kind of not the same but that's how it reminds me of though because you can jump and roll and stuff um even though elden Ring, yes you can do that
0: too <laughs> so
1: <laughs> anyway but that's what it yeah so it's, it's like elden ring
0: except you can jump and roll which
1: but, but you can do El, eldering yeah. <laughs> anyway i made a lot of sense anyway so but yeah, yeah i um i only played until what you get the equivalent of the second bonfire is um i'm not sure if i'm gonna keep playing it because the combat when you strike an enemy with your sword or you get struck by the enemy with the sword doesn't feel like you're getting hit by an enemy with a sword and doesn't feel like you're hitting an enemy with a sword. It feels like the weapons have no weight, like no weighted feeling. Like, you know, in games, some games, like Elden Ring is a great example. You swing a heavy sword, you feel it, you know? It's like in this game, uh, or even a one-handed sword, when you swing that sword around, you feel you feel like you're swinging that sword around in like an Elden Ring, but in this game, it doesn't really feel like you're swinging around a sword.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> Get so, to get Ring. Like I, I, just wanted to jump in and be like, "Oh my god!" All right, about Elden Ring, but I'm gonna save it. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, wait. Anyway, uh,
1: that's, but that's the, that's, um, uh, that's one of the games I've been playing. I also happen to, um, jump into Aliens: Isolation, or Alien: Isolation.
0: Really? No, yeah, but Reese will be happy to hear that.
1: I'm only playing it bit by bit though, because of the way I dream. <laughs> so i don't want to um get i, I basically I, i'm only allowing myself to play it when i do play it, a couple hours at a time i won't play any more than that uh doesn't matter it's how scary far
0: it's a fucking scary game
1: so yeah i usually don't get i don't usually don't scare that easily but the reason why i won't is because my dr- i'm very susceptible to like the, the media that i consume being in my dreams so last thing i want is to be running away from a xenomorph in a dream even though I also, you know, I'm, I'm a lucid dreamer. Um, I still will not allow like that. I mean, hell here's something nuts. You guys might enjoy Uh, last week. I think it was last week or two weeks ago. I happened to have a dream where um, basically anytime there were geese, like geese, goose, geese in my dreams. Anytime I, if I was driving and I hit a goose, I would die. If I, If I, looked, if I looked at a goose, if I directly looked at a goose, I would die. So I, <laughs> there was more to this dream, but basically I had a dream about killer geese. <laughs> so, <laughs> and here, what, what, what I'm trying to, what I'm try, always wanting to mention this is because the night before that dream, <laughs> I went to a restaurant and uh, actually went to McDonald's. And um, when I was driving up and pulling around to get into the, the drive-in, um, there was a goose sitting next to a fire hydrant by itself in the middle of the night. And I felt bad for that goose because if a goose is separated from its flock, something happened to it. So anyway, just 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 saying, <laughs> so, that's how susceptible my that's how susceptible my dreams are like even though with games i basically games or th- th- tv shows or movies that i'm watching i have to watch it or play hours and hours and hours before eventually it, it before it eventually seeps into my dream the dreams i have at night so
0: yeah when yeah. i think of alien isolation i only played like the beginning part of it after the first death that you see in front of you. And that's where I'm I stopped playing myself. Yeah. Yeah. And February beat it, but we both uh-huh. have recollection recollections. We both have recollections of times when you try to go save and you die. And I, that's, that's so shitty. It's like, it, it's so unexpected to die that way when you're like, Oh, finally I could save. And then you just die right before you're going to save. It's so really, it's interesting, but oh. it's also very shitty and it's surprising and scary. Also at the same time. I <laughs> have something to look forward to. Can't wait. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's gonna suck because like I don't think those save points are close together. So it really sucks. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, even how I'm walking through it, I'm
1: like, oh, hey, wait, wait, there's I can hide in the locker here. Um, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> so, like, this is the beginning <laughs> area of the game. That means my ass has to obviously come back here and hide in this place because something's gonna be coming after me. So Mm -hmm. that's, yeah, a lot of, um, for, there's so much foreshadowing in that game. It's stupid.
0: So that game is scary. That, the Xenomorph is a really scary enemy to have. Yeah. There's only one. It's, it's just fucking scary.
1: Yeah. It's just like your fear. Yeah. just like watching the very first alien movie when the whole team of the Nostromo is dealing with one freaking alien.
0: Uh, before we move on, though, I do have to say that that game, they did such a good job of emulating the feel and the, the aesthetic of alien I Mm -hmm. amazing job absolutely Mm -hmm. so good Mm -hmm. um did I talk about the Batman yet you did oh yeah that was the first thing you talked about okay then I have nothing more to talk about (laughs) because I was like I remember saying I had two more things and I was like I swear um, I talked about the Batman already though (laughs) so and before we end uh this
1: part of this this part of the the, uh, podcast um I do want to say I did pick up Corona Cross the Radical Dreamers Edition. Ah yes. So I have not played it yet. Um, I will be playing it though. Don't worry, I will definitely have something to say about it. Even though you've already heard me talk about Chrono Cross a bunch, I thought you
0: beat it already though. Uh, before, oh was... yeah,
1: like the OG. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. For me, me playing Chrono Cross literally just you know playing Chrono Cross again. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, same
0: here. Um, yeah. I beat it before, and it seems like there's not a lot of people who did, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm the, I I started playing it and I only got to the beach where you're supposed to start collecting those scales from the lizards. And I was okay. like, nah, I'm good for now. Let's see something. <laughs> I think I was playing Elden Ring still at the time. And I was like, why am I not playing Elden Ring? <laughs> Is there an, that's weird? Does this game not have any trophies? No, I
1: like th- it. I think it it's, does. Okay, mine's just not coming up with any trophies so which is interesting uh, you know what i could do is just go here profile games where are you
0: well while you're looking yeah uh, yeah let's go ahead and well are you done with uh everything yeah yeah actually yeah I, i'd say so i've experienced a lot more than that but I, there's no point telling you everything i experienced <laughs> oh yeah same um Real quick, I guess I just want to say I'm really excited for the announcement of the Sonic and Sonic and Sonic. Oh, my God. I'm I'm podcasting and I can't talk. Why am I doing this? OK, <laughs> it's OK. Uh, the Sonic Origins collection got announced. It's got yeah. one, two, three. No, wait, it's got one, two CD and three and Knuckles, <laughs> yeah. which I'm so excited about because three and Knuckles has never been digitally available Um And then they took it off the store, even when three was available. So I'm really excited for this. It looks like Christian Whitehead is working on it. Um, I'm so excited. I think this is the time to get my Sonic the Hedgehog tattoo. But yeah, that's coming out in June, I believe. That's awesome. Uh, Anyway, that's like my most anticipated game (laughs) release so far going up. I might get it. We'll (laughs) see. I might get it we'll see what happens i'm guaranteed getting it oh yeah, Girl, yeah. I Oh, i know you are <laughs> day one <laughs> i might if there's like a like a collector's edition i'm getting that <laughs> okay.
1: okay so on the whole trophy thing for chrono cross um it might be that i have to launch the game before i can see the trophies so even though it's installed i can't see the trophies
0: there, there has to be it. trophies there's no way there's no trophy
1: well no it, there is activities there's a bronze trophy. So i know there's more trophies okay. i just it's just not showing me. i just, I there's no way for me to pull up all of the trophies though for some reason. Or let me see she, if there is. Nope. Go to trophies. Here we go. I figured like, it out. I was going to say she doesn't Wait.
0: know how to pull up the trophies. No, it's
1: no, it's actually not. No, it's actually here. So it shows the games I most recently played in my trophies. Right, Rogue Company, Shattered, um, Shattered, um, Aliens, Dauntless, Alien Isolation. It's not showing up in here. So it must be that for me to see it, unless I go online, I have to play. It's like launch the game. Before why I are we it. looking for the trophies i because this will for me this will dep- determine how much i play it if i end up playing it more than once
0: like oh because
1: i'm a yeah because I, I chase trophies if i love the game
0: yeah, yeah yeah i forget that you're that you're that guy yeah oh well, i mean i don't uh no
1: don't get <laughs> don't, don't
0: make don't mistaken
1: i don't trophy. i don't i don't i don't mean I don't, to make, don't, make it sound like oh you're yeah. that guy. yeah right no, I don't platinum. That's what yeah, I, like. yeah i don't platinum every single game that
0: i play i just there's certain games i will platinum though i very rarely platinum but i do remember the last platinum i got was near automata and that's a rare case because oh yeah that was i don't one of even my have favorite that. games of all time oh, yeah i, I don't fucking even have that. love that game it's good for you <laughs> i don't even have that my oh brain. that's a fucking if you go back it's it's a very easy platinum it's, mm-hmm. it's not hard at all
1: oh, i think for me it's just i think i just had to get like two more endings or something i think
0: I yeah because think- there's like uh one for every letter of the alphabet, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and there's yeah, no, I, I and I think there's a trophy tied to at least
1: getting the main endings. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. I love that game.
0: Oh, anyway, it's an amazing game. Yeah. Uh now is the time we introduce all of you listeners to new picks from our ah. cauldron picks playlist. Oh, ah. <laughs> Let's go ahead. I uh, Let's start out with Febreze because Febreze has messaged me his pick and the reason why he picked it. So uh, our Cauldron Picks playlist is a music list we add to each episode where we, all, all three of us, that's me, Febreze, and Josh, Febreze not being here right now, we add a song to the playlist and we're hoping that you fall in love with it. Pretty much it's all over the place as far as genres go, so there's something for everybody there. Uh, Fabrice's song, oh, I love the song he picked this time. It's called I Tenacious, and this is by an artist who has two names. So you can find it by I am, am I, who am I, all one word, or "Iana Lee, all one word as well. But either way, you can just look at our playlist and find it. Again, the song is I Tenacious. And Fabrice says about this song, something about seeing one of your favorite artists go through pregnancy A different kind of love goes into everything her new baby and her new music this song is gorgeous and experimental even for her Mm. this is off of her upcoming album it is phenomenal so check it out on our cauldron bakes playlist it's on there josh do you have a pick
1: you know actually i was gonna pick something by that that, 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 bit based off of what um fabrice just picked i have a song to to also mirror pregnancy but not the not the 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 nice part about it though Oh, and it's a terrible part about it it's about it it's a song about miscarriaging. that is the opposite yep <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it's no matter what anybody who knows any anybody who knows anybody who's had a miscarriage it 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 it's detrimental to the person who, ha- who happens to to them it happened to my happened to my sister it may have happened to one of your loved ones one of your friends just understand that just be
0: there for them that's all you can do um let me see here if i can find the I think it's more common than you think. Um, I have a few friends who have had miscarriages. Yeah, Yeah, I believe in. Uh, Let's see here.
1: Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, The artist's name is Dylan. D-I-L-O-N. And the song is called 1335, spelt out. Tell me about it. Um, best way to explain it is that um, as you listen to the music, you'll realize that she had a miscarriage. She talks about how if, if she was able to come to term and the child was still alive at this point when she has a song, the child would be 13 and she'd be 35 years old. Or she's 35, so that would make the child 13 years old so i'm not going to say anything more than that it's, it's a it's a beautiful song but it's also very sad at the same time i think if you listen to fabrice's song and then listen to this song afterwards you kind of can see the um the 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 um what's the, best word? the duality of pregnancy
0: i did not follow the theme of pregnancy with you guys and actually um <laughs> my song is just a song i like uh, <laughs> I uh, I was going through I've been adding to my playlist of uh, songs that I use for my story and it's basically just a playlist of my favorite songs that I keep going back to and that inspire me and so I thought I'd put one of those songs on the playlist this time. It's uh, a song by Jack and Eliza uh, and it's called One Too Far but it's the Shy Girls remix I, I don't know it's just the way that uh, they're singing the song, and the way that the remix mixes up the beat—it's um, just one of my favorite songs to go back to, and I, I've never gotten tired of it. I just love when it comes up uh, on my playlist. It's just a really fun song for me. Uh, so, not following the theme of pregnancy, <laughs> but I—I <laughs> I think it is. Um, I think it is kind of a tragic song, kind of about. Uh, I don't even. You know, I don't even know. It's just. Just give it a listen. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's like
1: period. Like yeah. Hopefully you like the songs, y'all. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. This is one of the few times where we actually have at least two of us have a theme for the reasons why I picked our songs. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. And that's our Caldric music picks of the week think we're going to end with uh well did you want to talk about that speculation story yeah thing?
1: yeah so a couple of days ago i was um i saw a video of one of the people i like to follow on youtube called bellierleur news and they went and talked about how microsoft wants to um f- find ways to further monetize our games and the games that we play the meaning we'll probably see have a chance of seeing you know more ads in our games like for instance you're playing last of Us. i'm not saying it's actually happened but let's say you're playing last of us Two, and you're in decrepit city but you look up you see a pepsi billboard um something like that effect um anyway um the i was trying to find articles that would relate to that i'm sure um, Bellula did reference their stuff but i wasn't able to find anything that was maybe from Gamespot or any of the major outlets um, but i did find something from Microsoft itself though um if you go to come on people parties from playstation um so website is developer.microsoft.com um if you go under monetization here's it's an interesting read i'm not going to read all of it but i'm going i'll I'll read i'll read a part of it though for you and then we'll go into that we'll go into it so the name of the article is uh monetization All games must, at some point, determine how to generate revenue. And this is Microsoft providing, well, here are three segments of the article, is uh, get the right tools for your economy, create and track virtual currencies, create and manage in-game stores. So these are tools that you can get from Microsoft. And to go into it, um, I'll read the I'll read part of uh, well, I'll part of it. Um, all, I, I already read the first part where they you know all games must generate at some point generate revenue, whether it's creating and tracking in-game virtual currencies, or running experiments to help drive conversions. Microsoft has the tools and services to help you reach and monetize millions, monetize millions of players. I'm gonna read that P part really. Again. Microsoft has the tools and services to help you reach and monetize millions of players. So um, yeah, like anytime, anytime somebody like goes over stuff, they'll highlight the, here's the parts you want to read. I mean, it's me highlighting that one part um, is that um, something, to, something that pure speculation here, but you know, if let's say Microsoft and all the other major developers, major game, game, game companies like, hey, let's see how we can make more money. And there's a whole, I can't imagine there being a, I mean, they're gonna have people figuring this stuff out, obviously how they can, they do this. But if this, us grunts on the ground, fighting the good fight, playing games, um, you know, <laughs> if this is something that comes to fruition, um, how would you feel if you're playing a game where you're fighting orcs and goblins and monsters, and all of a sudden you look down on the ground, and you see a rapper for Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: This is uh, maybe this is gonna sound crazy, but back when I was playing Wipeout on PlayStation One, I I remember there being uh, Mountain Dew ads Mm -hmm. on billboards, and I feel like there have been other a few other games where there were billboards with ads for like Coca Cola or uh, Monster Energy. Uh, Especially Mm -hmm. recently, there was Death Stranding where you would drink monster energy drinks yeah i don't mind it <laughs> i honestly uh i think for me it kind of adds a little bit of realism to the world granted um for death stranding it's it's hard i guess it makes sense because it's not a different world and maybe mm-hmm. monster just kept existing but where it's like a racing game um i think it makes sense be- yeah. because like racing is like
1: there's sponsored by every, those companies yeah, yeah there's
0: sponsorships everywhere and it's like mm-hmm. I, that's fine for me mm-hmm. what you're saying is if, if if like i'm fighting orcs and <laughs> there's a Reese's rapper on the ground yeah that's gonna take me out of it i'll be like right that's weird
1: i think that's where the talk's going is that um you know like for instance that the, the content creator that i was following was bringing talking about um you know i i you know, yeah it's something that I'm afraid of. Um, you know I like I'm not sure what your reasons are for playing games or my reason for playing games is not to experience the real world at least try try not to experience the real world in the games that I play. I want to escape as much as possible. granted, you can't always but that's that's the for me, it's, that's the goal is to not be in this world play experience a world outside of the one that I'm already in.
0: So I guess that's not the same goal for me if it's right. like parallel to the world i'm living in now like i said a racing game uh it being very realistic sure i think it's more that i'm just living a life as a race car driver Mm -hmm. in a life that (laughs) is not my same so of course i would be seeing advertising and that doesn't bother me
1: i think what i mean too is mostly it's like it just for me it's like if i'm playing a game that does not that well it's. Well, it's one thing if, like, let's say we're playing Starfield and we see a Coca Cola billboard somewhere, that's, I won't have a problem with that probably. But, uh, but if I'm fighting, you know, if I'm in a world where it doesn't make sense for the Coke company to exist, yet
0: it's, it's there for some reason. Yeah. I think we're on the same page. Like I said, if I, if I were fighting orcs, I don't think one of them just ate a Snickers and threw the wrapper before they came and mm-hmm. came at me with their axe. No,
1: but I mean, unless you're like a time traveling person or jumps through a portal and you happen to have a backpack full of snacks, and okay, maybe. <laughs> so it's like, that's that's yeah. a stretch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's possible. But I, I I can see that one way for it to like if they wanted to try to market it that yeah okay you if, if it was somebody who was like. You know some new yorker is walking down the street and broadway and they walked into a sketchy you know side venue for a theater and all of a sudden they're in a different world that that might work you know
0: so. yeah I, I think if it makes sense of the world i think it yeah. kind of almost adds to the realism of the world because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we see advertising all the time so i think it's almost like beneficial to both the player and the advertiser mm-hmm. um I think if it doesn't make sense of the world, then it's just going to stand out and not make sense. And I think the worst case scenario of this is if there's commercials. Right. I mean, if it's if it's during a loading screen, which are like uh, becoming extinct lately with next gen. But I guess if you're on last gen still and there's loading screens and there's a commercial there, that would piss me off. Mm -hmm. Because then it's just like watching YouTube Mm -hmm. on a free uh, subscription. You know, if i see if i see more stuff
1: like if i see it in free-to-play games um i think it's i for me i think i have no i have no room to say that's egregious Trust, that, yeah like because we're playing a game for free so you basically have to just deal with whatever comes with them um, comes with you know playing that game
0: so yeah the like when you play a mobile game that's free to play that's yep. you're gonna watch commercials
1: <laughs> yeah so that's one that's one of, the, one of the, but when it starts yeah when it starts coming into our like single player narratives, or even some of our multiplayer games that have nothing to do with, nothing to do with the world that we're currently in, essentially, that's where I'm gonna have a problem. You're
0: saying that's what they're gonna do? Or- uh, Pure speculation here.
1: I, I it's, it's pure speculation, like we said at the beginning, is that um, you know, for me, at least my speculate, speculation is that they're gonna try and find, if if this is part of their strategy to, to further monetize video games, this is, that, this is something that it's not too far, too far of a stretch that could possibly happen that we'll see that we might see advertisements in the games that we play it could be and it could be any type of genre of games that we play that we might see these advertisements in
0: we'll see i think right. that, it's pure speculation yeah it doesn't seem viable i think that's something that if it would happen it would turn a lot of gamers off uh, it's it's not something that really yeah. fits in the video games as much as it would like watching videos online or streaming mm-hmm It just doesn't fit with video games.
1: Oh, just wait until they put it in the video games and all of a sudden you'll be like, hey, if you pay an extra $10 a month or an extra $10 when you buy the game, you won't see these ads.
0: We're slowly (laughs) going into
1: a dystopian future, so who knows? (laughs) Right, right. So, I mean, one thing I might do with this is that I might, I'm probably going to start, I'm going to try and follow this a little bit more just to see how it develops. Um, Granted, there's probably any slow news coming out, coming here and there. It's kind of like, Every single week we seem to seem to see new stuff about what's going on with the uh the Microsoft and you know oh is it Activision Blizzard merger acquisition. We keep seeing random things pop- popping up every single day, every single week, every single day about what's going on with Bobby Kotick and stuff like that. It's one of those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um even though there's not a lot of, even though I think we were talking earlier not a lot of things going on in the gaming world there's actually quite a bit going on in the gaming world it's just what we choose to talk about so
0: Christ <laughs> I guess uh nothing that I felt like talking about <laughs> oh no yeah I
1: mean that, that's the that thing is that you know like the the um between the two of us like for me like to me I look at the I've already talked about as many times but um, I look at the dark, I try to look at the dark side of gaming more than I do, um, more than anything else, because that's what turned me. What the hell is one of the reasons why I'm a part of this podcast? So is is because of my negative experiences playing video games.
0: Fringe news, uh, yeah. speculation, Q non, Q non. Mm-hmm. Mm. uh gamer josh
1: if you were if you ever like run into me outside of the real world like it's you, you, you know if you like talking games god we can talk for hours so it's like
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> sure and i'll always ask for sources and like oh where, yeah definitely get this so that's why that's uh no. i guess that's no. why i'm here
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, fair. I mean, fair enough, yeah, I'll start doing, I mean, I'll definitely start doing that, so, um, but that is right there, but hey, I gave, I, gave, I let you guys, I literally did get right there, give you guys a source, you can actually go to Microsoft, so we just did
0: Did you want to talk about Elden Ring? Sure, we can talk about Elden Ring. It's hard, because we've talked about so much stuff that, like, now I'm just kind of grasping at straws of, uh, it's been a while since I played Elden Ring, well, not a while. Uh, in all <laughs> fairness,
1: I mean, yeah, I think so too. Like, let me see here. Let me go to my... I was thinking about this um, yesterday. Like, uh, how long has it been since I played um, Elden Ring? So it feels like it's been at least a few weeks. I don't even...
0: More. like. Um, I, I can say that I finished the game at level 159. Uh, and I was at 129 and a half hours when I beat it. Okay. And I tried to do everything I could um to wrap up loose hands before i got to the end game but i never met moog which i thought was like how did i miss that it was like a, a legacy boss it felt like i never saw moog and i'm pretty sure there's a lot of other things that i didn't see but um, moog feels like the biggest thing that i missed i did fight mm. melania is that her name melania yeah Mm -hmm. that was a struggle that was (laughs) uh but I don't know if I agree with all the internet saying like oh my god that's the toughest fucking thing ever like it wasn't impossible Mm. it did it took a ton of tries sure but I feel like everything in Elden Ring feels possible Mm -hmm. and when people say it's like the hardest thing ever when I hear that it makes it sounds like it it makes it sound like it's impossible but when you do something in that game it doesn't feel impossible so I not wouldn't say it was, ball. like, the hardest thing ever. It was just yeah. really, really hard, but mm-hmm. not impossible. I did it, and you can, too, listeners, because <laughs> I beat her. Yeah.
1: Patience,
0: uh, yeah. I guess I could say I was a strength, uh, dexterity, endurance build. That, oh, those I'm... were my highest stats. I had high... Um, what What was your health stat? Is that Vigor? Vigor, I believe. Yeah, okay. I was kind of high on that, too, but... I stuck with uh, pretty much the same weapon the whole time, the curved great greatsword uh, yeah. that you get from one of the jails. Yeah. what is there to talk about in this game. I, I, um, hmm. the last boss was beautiful. I thought the last boss was like a really fitting end to the game. Uh, also for everybody out there, I got Ronnie's ending cause okay. I, I was really following Ronnie and her story and I loved Blyde. Blyde was like my favorite character uh spoilers spoilers let's just spoilers right now um blide when i had to kill him was so heartbreaking for me <laughs> i really hated doing that really okay okay uh, um, i i do have to say that i think the hardest part for me was definitely going into the i forget what it's called um it was like the the city you go to after you set um melina on fire and Um, it's like a floating city that's decaying and there's tornadoes in it right hell i (laughs) forgot what it's called too um hold on but uh there's the part where you're going to the last boss of the area and there's like a, a a soldier riding around on a horse I can't tell you how many times I beat my head against the wall trying to fight him. And I was like, no, I'm going to fucking do this. And <laughs> <laughs> that was that was really fucking hard. And it was just a normal enemy. It wasn't a boss or anything. And then you finally get into the arena and you have to fight the the cleric beast. And then he turns into God. so many names in this game. He turns Maliketh. into the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that boss was fucking hard. That one <laughs> like you beat the cleric beast, and it's like this is kind of hard, but this is fine. I could handle this. And then when he gets gets into his second form, his night form. Yeah. It's a nightmare. And it's like, yeah. well, at least I only have to I only have like half half of a health bar to get rid of, but he is so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is <Yeah>. so hard. <laughs> the place
1: is called crumbling farum Azula. Thank you. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. But yeah, the, that those last two battles were really I almost felt like, oh, this is the last boss. This has to be the last boss. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. But it what what a crazy <laughs> like it was like what a weird last boss, though. <laughs> I was like, this makes no sense to be the last boss, but it must be because it's so hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um honestly, I didn't have any problems with the final boss and okay. uh, the boss before him. I think it was. It's something Lou, Mara Lou, it's a weird name. I didn't have any problems with him and I didn't have any problems with the last boss, which is strange uh-huh. but uh-huh. uh what am I talking about? <laughs> my whole experience with the Your game whole experience yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh it's it's funny because I I was loving the game. I was loving it so much. I loved that I was building experience and. Every time something got hard, I could always go somewhere else. But once you're getting to the end of the game, there's not really m- much left for you to go else go off and explore when well, you're stuck somewhere.
1: You'd be surprised. Um,
0: I guess for me, because like yeah. when I was I was trying to wrap up loose ends when I got stuck somewhere, and I was like, Okay, mm-hmm. well, I want all those all those things that you can make a voice with where it's like, hello, or you're beautiful mm-hmm. i went and collected all those and i was like well this is easy like every enemy is dying with one hit so that wasn't much for me to do and i, I was seeing some new bosses i hadn't seen before but they would die in three hits and i would get oh. like two thousand runes and i was like this wasn't worth it except for i got the item i wanted <laughs> i didn't get a trophy for getting all those either i didn't even know there was one that was like my beloved which <laughs> yep yep there's a but yeah I i'm not sure if i collect
1: i'm not is there i don't know if there's a trophy for collecting all
0: those or not but, you know. no because i collected them all and i did not oh. get a trophy okay okay, okay. <laughs> so that was one of the loose ends i wanted to wrap up and um i i wanted to do the whole millennia thing which that's that's the blessed the blessed god damn it sorry my my tongue is not working with my mouth right now mm-hmm. but i think that was the place where i ended up farming for souls or runes if I was short of leveling up, that I always went back there to the brace of the Hallig tree for sure. That was the best place. Because mm. the soldiers were easy to fight, but they gave you tons of runes and there were a ton of them there. So mm-hmm. that's the best place to farm for me. Uh, yeah, actually, funny thing. <laughs> um,
1: I mentioned you, you you and my um my friend Paul, you yeah, you guys, guys farm the same place for you guys runes. Yeah. Uh, I didn't I did not farm in the spot same spot as you guys did for runes.
0: Because I guess you could farm in the Halleg tree itself, but it's so easy to fall off the branches up there that it's like, no, <laughs> it's not worth it.
1: Oh, no, it's not. No, those th- bubbles knock you off all the damn time. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. It, or or the ants will come out of nowhere and knock you off. So it's like, yeah, yeah no. But yeah, at least when,
0: you're, when you're at the brace, it's like there's nowhere to fall off of. or I mean, I guess there, there is. You have to- <laughs> It, you have to deliberately try to fall off, <laughs> or <laughs> but... not pay attention to roll off. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: that's true. So where I um, farmed, it's actually in Mogwinn's Palace. Mm. Um, if you go, let's see here. You go, you if you first go there, instead of going up the stairs, you go to your left, and you just basically run through all of the blood rivers, blood or blood blood lakes, and then finally you can get up up a hill. Once you get to up the hill, past a group of enemies there's a grace point you can say that and then what you do is you put on a bow and then you go to the edge of the cliff and look across work down to where the lakes are and there's a big bird thing that's walking This pat is walking um back and forth in that area and all you do is you shoot the bird and it will um as long as you're in the right spot there's multiple spots you can be in it will try and charge and run at you but it will fall off the cliff <laughs> and it will give you, if you're not wearing, if you're not wearing the uh, gold scarab, you will get about 11,000 runes per per kill. And if you're wearing the gold scarab, you get about 13,000. So that's how, that's how, that's how I That's how I was rune farming. That sounds so. less
0: fun than killing a bunch of knights. But you know, I mean, if you're one <laughs> shot, if you're one shot on the knights, I guess that's you know, no, almost no different. <laughs> I feel so. like every time I did the knights, I got like at least thirty thousand to fifty thousand runes. That makes uh, sense. It would it, take more time the way I was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But I understand yeah, I understand what you mean though. It makes yeah. I
1: don't know. I to me it was fine because it what was mindless absolutely. <laughs> but um the cool thing was I could be I can talk to like my friends on PlayStation at the same time and just keep and just do that and you know, <laughs> and be able to hold a conversation.
0: Yeah, I guess uh <laughs> I, I didn't finish my thought there earlier. I, I want to go back to that. That mm-hmm. like I felt like for me. Mm-hmm. You said that I'd be surprised. And I'm sure I there's plenty I didn't see. Like I said, there's a whole legacy dungeon I didn't see, apparently. Mm. Um, but for me, it felt like the further in the game I got, the less uh freedom I had to go and do different things if I got stuck somewhere. So it was kind of like, no, you just gotta do this. You just gotta oh. you just gotta push forward, even though it's really hard. That's um, fair. But that's kind of where I, I started to not enjoy the game. And I was like, oh, man. So this is where I stopped playing. But then, like, I guess as I kept finding new things, um, I, I, I got interested again. And and once I uh, it was it was me doing the Hallig tree. I think going towards the Hallig tree really sucked. And it really discouraged me because you're going across a huge snow plane Oh, yeah. And it's so foggy, and there's a bunch of tough enemies there. And sometimes mm-hmm. you could just run off an edge because there's randomly edges there, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So that part really sucked for me. And I was like, I'm, oh, I'm really not enjoying this place. But once you actually get to the Halleg tree, then it's like, oh, well, this place is really beautiful and interesting. Uh-huh. And you get knocked off the side because you didn't see that there were guys blowing bubbles at you. Trust, but it feels like you can. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, it doesn't feel impossible. It feels like I can get through this. And so mm. eventually you do. And then like that whole area, it's like, starts changing a lot. You start seeing like snails that summon, you start mm. seeing like uh, just soldiers that are really hard to fight. Um, and then you fight that boss, uh, Irene or whoever. And then when you get to the brace of the Hallig tree, I was like, oh my God, I'm back in. Cause that, the brace of the halic tree is such a beautiful area. Um, fighting the soldiers there is so easy. But then when you go like lower down, you have to fight a bunch of those abominations that are full of limbs. And those things are always scary. But luckily, I was leveled up high enough where it's like, okay, I'm not gonna like be brutally killed. I at least have a chance now. Hmm. But you get through all that, and then like you end up fighting Melania, who is one of the most interesting bosses in the game. Like, I hmm. love that she's just shedding butterflies all the time in her second form, and and that it that, that's one of the things that really bugged me about this game before this part is that there was the first commercials they were doing of this game was just a CG. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just CG scenes, which are not in the game, obviously. There's like not any CG in the game. But there's the CG scene of Melania, and it's like uh, a flower blooming. And I remember thinking like, is that even in the game? like they just like made up something to make you want to play the game like even the game is great like they they didn't have to make up something and then you get Mm. to melania and you get to her second form and her big attack is even bigger than that cg thing was it's like it looks just like that but it's like a deadly crazy amazing attack and i was like okay well, now I'm not mad about that CG commercial anymore. <laughs> but it's like, uh, I'd have to watch
1: because I watched some of them, but I don't remember, like to me, I want to say that I some of the CG stuff in here, I think it like, was in the very first, like when you start the game up.
0: But it was just that. I. Yeah. It's something that stuck out in my head because I remember seeing that commercial. And like I said, it was just CG scenes and it's Melania and she's bending down and she does that flower bloom attack. But in the CG, I was like, I haven't seen this yet. Like, is this even a thing in the game? It just seemed like something they made up to make people want to play the game, which is how I thought of it at first until I went and fought Melania and seeing that it actually was a thing in the game. That's a beautiful, crazy, powerful attack that actually fucks you up. Seeing that it actually was in the game, I was like, okay, I can forgive that advertisement now. (laughs) But Mm. okay does that make okay. sense i feel like
1: i i thought th- i'd have to watch the trailer to know which one you're talking about but i know
0: i was trying yeah. to look for it and i couldn't yeah. find it so i don't know if they took it down or whatever but like, no worries. That, was, that was the first commercial i saw for elden ring was just like strictly cg scenes um and i was just pissed off about that one like i said because i thought it was false advertising but it turns out it's not it's um uh-huh. <laughs> that's actually in the game
1: <laughs> i was gonna say like yeah i mean even if it, if it, even if uh it wasn't in the game it's like you know what how many games you we played where you know you saw the advertising did not match what you played
0: <laughs> did, you, did you like your ending
1: yeah i did actually um i got the um the ending that i got was the uh uh what is it called a flame ending son of a bitch i've heard what was called um i heard how it was called you uh yowzers i'm like i had to go check my achievements to be able to watch all is.
0: the endings on youtube so you could just tell me what happened in your end oh i became if the you're...
1: i became the chaos lord like the frenzy lord or the frenzy yes i got i got the frenzy lord ending thank you <laughs> yes i got the frenzy lord en- en- ending yeah um i thought i like that ending a lot actually because uh from a lore standpoint it it um it raises a lot of questions
0: so I liked my ending a lot, too, um, even though it, it kind of seemed depressing a little bit. Um, it was different than the other endings, and I didn't become Elden Lord, but instead we, like, took a different path, and I liked that a lot. So mm. I was really happy with my ending.
1: Yeah, no, all in all, like, I mean, we'll see if I think part of me, I had like, for me, I had to take a break um, from Elden Ring because it was consuming every part of me. <laughs> um, so I can't, I have to, I've, I've taught myself that if I, any game or any type of media does that to me, I have to step away from that, that media. But anyway, um, for a while before I go back to it, but anyway, um, last time I played Elden Ring was 22 days ago. So almost a month ago is the last, I, last time I played Elden Ring. Honestly, and, uh,
0: I, I still think about it. Yeah. I, <laughs> it was such a good game. Yeah. It was so good. Like I said, there were parts where I was like doubting even playing further. I was like, man, maybe maybe not. Maybe I'm at that point. Maybe I've had my experience. And then I just pushed a little further. And Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I I can't stop now. What?
1: (laughs) I want (laughs) to say, of all the bosses that I fought, I want to say the hardest boss that I fought, at least my my first playthrough, probably had to have been um, Redon before they nerfed him. Probably had to have been, I think I had the most attempts on Rudon because I didn't struggle. I only, I think I fought uh, Melania maybe
0: three, three times, four times before I beat her.
1: I'm, so.
0: I'm not gonna lie. I summoned people to fight Melania with me cause I had died okay. so many times, like dozens of times. And I was like, mm-hmm. I can't, I just wanna get past this. <laughs> oh, no fair enough. You
1: know, he, it's, I was gonna say my my friend Paul, he, um, he spent like two or three days Uh, trying to beat millennia he wasn't able to beat millennia um without having people's help without people helping him i did have help but it wasn't people it was my
0: it was i was the mimic tier i used my my mimic tier we were able to beat her let's talk about that because this whole time i have been using spirit ashes but i've only Mm -hmm. been using the like zombie militiamen okay because i love how they they die and then if nobody hits them they come back to life so they last a long time Oh, yeah. and i've been using them for like the whole game and they've been very That's faithful awesome. to me okay. and it wasn't until i got to the cleric beast slash uh mccall whatever mm-hmm. his name was Melakath, <laughs> Mal- uh, yeah maliketh uh i was like okay i'm gonna try the mimic tier idiot mm-hmm. i'm such an idiot it's the best summon it's, it's one of them summon. they, they and then- nerfed they nerfed it recently I died. And Uh so I went back to the uh, round table and I had enough material to completely level up my mimic tier. Mm -hmm. And he was, he didn't die. He stayed alive the whole time. It was so Mm -hmm. amazing. It was like, if I had not been stupid and used the mimic tier instead of those militiamen this whole time, I probably would have had a much easier time through this whole game. whole well, yeah. Game, but after you get him, of course.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, interesting. Even my experience with the mimic tier, there were some fights where the mimic tier did not was not helpful. So where I would switch to a different, I would switch to a different mass spirit, a different ashes. I'm trying to let me see what other ashes I use real quick. I'm on my trust because right
0: there was I would I had the archer men leveled up pretty high too, and I would mm-hmm. use them for big bosses. Um, okay. Oh yeah. So the black black knife teach. She's really
1: awesome. Um and you only get her from doing um ronnie's quest line uh-huh. and you have to you it's not that so much you get her you know, automatically you have to go to the the, the or the jail whatever it is called those circles are called you fight, jails. fight, fight it's yeah it's spelt weird but i i learned it's pronounced jail <laughs> okay jail so yeah you fight you fight
0: um you fight her on the uh was here when you i probably had that one the the, yeah. the fucked up thing is i had some really great spirit ashes but my faith was so low that I just didn't have enough FP to summon the good. Oh, ones. <laughs> you, oh, you didn't have enough
1: FP. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So then my other my other one that I used a lot too was the uh clean Rotten knight uh Finlay. Mm-hmm. So I used the, I would switch between those three if I was struck if I was struggling. Because um, the mimic tier, as strong as it is, um, it can't handle every single fight in the game. Is it but also true? It really depends on your build, honestly, because mimic tier the mimic, mimic tier is you. So <laughs> It all
0: depends yeah. on build. Yeah, I guess my um, mimic tier was great.
1: <laughs> yeah, even mine was really awesome. I used my mimic tier for most of the fights once I once I got it. Um,
0: but Black Knife Teach was also really awesome. I used her a lot too. I I can't remember the name of the boss, but since we were talking about bosses that gave us the hardest time, I would say that there's, um, it's in the underground area, and it's where there's a waterfall, and it's an ogre. Enemy that switches weapons. It's a huge ogre with wings, and once you get him down to health, half health, a second the one pops one out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I that's the boss I had the the hardest time with, and the only way I beat him is that I figured out a way where if I fought in the corner of the battlefield, mm-hmm. one of them would jump off the edge and kill himself. but not every time but sometimes you would Uh and when I finally beat them and I saved the video clip he did jump off the edge and kill himself (laughs) Uh Um. which which was cheese but at the same time I had had fought that boss battle like Mm -hmm. I would say over a hundred times like Mm -hmm. I was doing it repeatedly I never summoned anybody into that battle because I Mm -hmm. at that point in the game I was like I'm not summoning I'm doing this game by myself I'm Uh doing it all by myself but I was like over days i would like be like okay i'm going to try it again and then the next day I'd be like okay back to that boss again and then the next day I'd be like okay back again and that's how I, I played it so much that I saw sometimes, oh, if I'm over here, he's going to jump off the edge. <laughs> no, no, no. Here, okay.
1: I will not chastise you for doing that. Think about it this way. How many times have you fought an enemy and you rolled and realized that, that was an edge and you fell to your death? Yeah. Okay. Think about it this way. A boss is trying to get to you. He's not paying attention. And they roll to their death.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Think of it that way. Just think of it that way. I mean, how many enemies have you fought in, or seen in movies that are like so hell-bent on killing the the hero that they make a mistake and die. Mm, Yeah, a lot. (laughs) So just think of it that way. The only people who are going to chastise you are the 5% elitists out there that are assholes that play the Souls game, so you're fine,
0: man. (laughs) Well, no, yeah. I feel like there's... there's, From what I hear from all the (laughs) videos I watch, there's people who are going to chastise you for just doing a melee build, and there's mm-hmm. people who's going to chastise you for just doing a mage build, mm-hmm. or using ash, or using ashes. It's, it's like yeah. no matter what you do, somebody's going to be. Yeah. Hey, you. Called- That's not the yep. right way to play. They're called trolls. Yeah. What do you do yeah. to trolls? <laughs>
1: you, you, you try to you try to trick them into coming into the sunlight, so they turn to stone because they're assholes.
0: Can I ask you this though? Yeah. Uh, I did see a video where they said playing a mage is easy mode, playing decks is medium, and playing strength is hard mode. Is that do I don't disturb- disagree. I don't agree with any of. I don't. I I agree with one of them, but not all of them. So
1: I would say playing mage, yeah, it can be easy mode, but don't. It's not like. But it's not one hundred percent easy mode because. You might go into a fight thinking you can beat them with some of your spells and realize that that's not going to work. So it's no different. So um, that's why you have to have more than one spell on your toolkit to fight enemies for different reasons. First, yeah. um, anyway, um, I haven't played decks, but here's my... I did play a strength and a, fa- a strength faith build. I would say, um, yeah, um, playing playing as a mage makes the game a little bit... It, I would say it is not easy mode, but it is easier to play. Then I would say the next one, second easiest way to play is probably strength, Um, strength and whatever you decide to do. Uh, Not it's not hard mode at. I don't see how it's hard mode at all. Even granted, you have to be up in their face fighting them, but you have to do that with decks too, though. So I would say I would say decks might be a little more harder, but also depends on what you. It's actually dude, it's like a hard question to answer because it all depends depends on your build. If you're
0: strength, you're slower as mm-hmm. far as attacking but you do a lot of damage mm-hmm. but decks you attack faster but mm-hmm. you don't do that much damage yeah and here's something there so. too if you're a
1: strength build <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean you're you're using a colossal weapon or you're using a two-handed weapon you might be using a single-handed weapon or you might be using two single-handed weapons or you know or you might be using mm-hmm. a single you might be using a um a two-handed weapon with a shield or a one-handed weapon with a shield so it's like there's it's so hard to answer that question um I, I i would say that the one thing i would agree with is yes i would say yeah playing as a mage is easy mode but it's not super easy though and um but i would say the other two classes it all depends on what you're doing because hell you might be doing a bow only build as a dex character <laughs> so or you might be using yeah. dag, you might be using daggers as a dex build or you might be using a bleed build or a poison build or a, or a, a poison or a um clean rot or not a clean rot or a uh, yeah, uh, Scarlet Rot and a um bleed build together. It's like it all depends on what you're doing with
0: your build. I have to say, like, there's so many creative builds I've seen online mm-hmm. on YouTube. And it's like, I feel like I'm not <laughs> living up to the full potential of the game the way I beat it. Cause mm-hmm. I was just using a shield and a big sword, and my sword caused bleed damage. And mm-hmm. I couldn't change the ashes of war on it because it was uh, just a special weapon. And so mm-hmm. I just played. Honestly, I tried different weapons. I think one of the most interesting builds I tried was two whips. And mm. that was really fun. Like I think I would I would uh give that a try for more battles, but I couldn't, I, I was like missing my shield and my <laughs> my sword. Mm. Like I just love I it was my first time playing the game, and mm. I think the first time I'm just like I was playing the game very cautiously. Honestly, there were places where I could have been riding my horse around and I was just walking around because I was like, what's what's over there? Is there something Mm -hmm. over there? No? Okay, I'm gonna walk slowly. Wait, what's over there? Is something over there? No. And Mm -hmm. I could have just literally just rode my horse and gone all past that, but I was Mm -hmm. playing very cautiously. And I did learn the game. Like, like I said, when I, when I played Dark Souls right after it was like the same mechanics and I felt like I was really good at Dark Souls, even though I haven't really played that game, but I don't know. I was very cautious, so I stuck to what I knew, and I guess I could be more creative. And i I don't think this is the last time I played Elden Ring. I think I'm gonna go back to that save of a new game plus two, and just maybe I'll try that two whip build because I really liked it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh hell! I mean, so I just jumped on my second character. I mean,
1: I'm still working on a, a second playthrough, um, but with a new, a brand new character, I decided to you know give that um, you know magic build a try. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm currently, how far am I in the game? Oh, I'm currently in the um, Imperial City right now. So that's where, I last, that's where I left off. And right now, looking at my character, I'm rocking two staffs.
0: And- can we talk about, um, I, spoilers, of course, we've already mentioned that there's gonna be spoilers, but can we talk about how the the capital city completely changes near the end game?
1: yeah half of it becomes was,
0: inaccessible. yeah my mind was blown mm-hmm. that was so fucking cool <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah
1: apparently too if you don't um explore part of the city that does get covered um so there's part of the it you can still get
0: to but you have to walk to it um you actually miss out on a uh relic i did see that i could still go to the underground by teleporting there but Basically everything else was gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's 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 what I did too to get to be able to get the um frenzied flame ending. I had to teleport down below. I, had- I know
0: what you're talking about then, because I got there and I think I listened to a podcast where somebody said, like, uh, I went and did that, and then they like this terrible thing happened. And I realized I shouldn't have done that. So I got to it. It's like a flesh door, right? It's like this really hard place to get down to because you have to drop precisely. And on this Paul. really yep. it's a bitch yeah my um yeah Paul watched <laughs> me Paul watched me die like 20 times I died a lot the there too Yeah, but there's like uh-huh. the beautiful like there's like a uh like a some guy playing the guitar or something some instrument yeah. and it's like really beautiful Mm-hmm. yeah i was like I, I think i could get down there but i kept dying like <laughs> mm-hmm. but i eventually got down there and there's just like this weird door and like all the things on the floor said turn back don't do this don't go there and then i remember that podcast and i was like this must be that place she was talking about
1: mm-hmm. oh. actually and if you were i can't remember what's the character's name there's a npc that will meet you down there too if you um give her um the pickled eyes
0: oh yeah i looked up or the, no pickled like, pickle, pickled grapes sorry or whatever they're called yeah i remember looking that up i was like what did i do with all these mm-hmm. <laughs> and i was like oh it's it's to get that frenzied ending i don't want that ending <laughs> yeah no I, I i like i had no
1: idea that yeah there's a way for you to actually if you get it there's actually a way for you to you know stop that ending from happening mm-hmm. i can't remember what you i can't remember what you're supposed to do but the game yeah it's deep yeah. <laughs> uh, but i i uh, you know i i, I personally um so far, i mean i haven't experienced any of the other endings yet so i mean i think i'm going to be doing the ronnie's quest line on my second character to experience to experience that um on my mage character even though to me it doesn't make sense for me to
0: do the mage quest to do to get that ending as a mage but you know it's one of, it's one of those things honestly so. like i i want to go for that ending the one you're talking about the second time i go through because like it's like i put in all that work to get to that door and then i was like nope i i'm not gonna do this yeah oh yeah yeah if yeah if you don't want if hell if you don't even want to get the frenzy ending don't you don't even have to
1: go down there like you don't. i mean as far as i know you don't really you don't really miss out on well you might miss out on that relic maybe i can't remember if there's a relic down there or not but there might be
0: yeah no i don't think there was anything down there for me Oh. Okay. there were there's a like point of grace which is amazing that they put one down there but <laughs> that's right it. yeah no, I have some.
1: I, I to me, I, I can't. I'm not sure if anybody's confirmed this yet. Tony um, probably has, but I want to say the crazy part about that ending is that um, you'll talk to the NPC. I already forgotten her name, but you'll talk to the NPC, and she'll. Is um, so there actually is there a way for you to see the NPCs in the game? Like once you, I like a list of them. I can't remember if there is. Anyway, oh either way. Um, she'll. So anyway, you'll talk to her. She'll tell you. Um, hey, if you want to open up that door, you have to go in there with nothing on you. Basically, you take off all your equipment to open the door. Um, and then you go in there and crazy, crazy thing. You know how in the uh, round table pulled, there's the two fingers. Yeah. Well, in there, there's a three fingers. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it's I kind of got it. I got I got a kick out of that so um and the fact that your eyes turn all yellow and flamey is freaking awesome so <laughs> <laughs> but anyway you you leave there after you basically you become the avatar of the frenzy flame do they basically. stay that way yeah your eyes stay golden
0: yeah oh crazy
1: yeah yeah so a crazy actually a nuts thing too. actually about basically like there's multiple ways your eyes will change colors in the game one of them is yes getting the friend getting becoming the frenzy lord basically um, the other thing that will change your eyes is if you, um, do Vare's quest line. Uh, Vare is the character when you first, um, end up, um, in, what do you call it? Uh, the limb middle grave. limb Yeah. When you, come, yeah, when, you oh, when you first start in Limgrave, Vare is standing at the point of grace outside the tomb. Um, you can talk to him, start talking to him. Um, he'll tell you once you, you know, don't come and talk to him again until you've, uh, talked to the two fingers basically. So you have to beat uh, Godric and then um, then you go back and talk to him and he'll tell you, "Okay, cool. What do you think? You think it's bullshit? What's going on with the two fingers? And you agree with him. He's like, oh, good. Um, Come meet me here type situation. You go meet him over in uh, Lumeria and at a church and uh, he'll give you the uh, what is it called? The red fingers or whatever the fingers are for invading and uh you invade somebody three times and then he'll tell you okay cool go get the blood of a finger maiden you go get the blood of a finger maiden and then you come back and then he'll give you a brooch to go to the Mal- to, Mal- to Mal-Gwen's palace and mm-hmm. um when you start pvping with people your eyes start to turn red when you invade your your eyes start to turn red it's pretty
0: cool i just um, went through his quest
1: yeah or I think you may not have to go through his quest, but I think, at least for me, I think that's how my, I noticed my second character's eyes started to turn red. <laughs> it huh. was kind of, it bugged the shit out of me, actually. That's why I started wearing
0: a mask. <laughs> and, uh,
1: <laughs> and then uh, if you use a lot of um, dragon incantations,
0: yeah, I, I I noticed a lot of uh, dragon shrines that I just couldn't do anything with. <laughs> mm. no, <if laughs> but your maybe eyes can, on the next playthrough.
1: Yeah, if your eyes can change any other color,
0: um, I don't, I'm
1: not sure that might be, but as far as I know, there's there's three ways your eyes, three different colors your eyes can change, which is the the fiery orange fiery color, the red color from being an invader, and then um, I'm guessing dragon like yellow eyes from being a uh, a drag a heavy dragon incantation
0: user so obviously we got really obsessed with this game um, <laughs> i'm done with it for now because i'm here i yeah. just i just there's other games i want to play but i do still think about it do we still think that this is the game of the year absolutely yeah I um i mean I want, <laughs> no question. I want
1: i want i mean i want Fabrice to finish um horizon forbidden west um, cause I really want to hear his opinion. Cause you know, my opinion, it's like, it's a beautiful game, but I don't like it.
0: So it's, I want to see what he
1: has to say about it.
0: Yeah, I guess so. And I do want to play that game myself, but, um, I just, I haven't felt the way about video games, the way that I felt playing Elden Ring in
1: mm-hmm.
0: a long time. I think the last time I felt this way was for Nier Automata
1: fair Mm. that's fair oh god near
0: automata is nowhere near as deep as this game is like you uh, know what
1: i would almost argue against that my friend actually to be honest with you Um, okay i i think that it is just as rich as elden ring is granted um uh, near automata requires you to know about the history of the previous games for you to understand to understand where it came to
0: yeah, I guess that's true. There is a lot of lore there. I guess mm. just what I'm thinking about is the sheer gameplay content, but oh. not all of it like really adds to the story. Oh no, yeah. It's yeah. just exper- experiential yeah. experience. And
1: I would say I would <laughs> say yeah, when it, from from a from a gameplay standpoint, from everything that you can do, all the content you can experience in Elden Ring, yeah, there's not a lot of games that can compare to this. <laughs> like not really. Um no. like you know, if you all have been listening to any of our previous episodes, you, would, you know, basically I won't even, I would say that it this game beats the crap out of
0: out of Horizon Forbidden West, in my opinion. I would say that Nier Automata is still uh, above this game for me, but this okay. game is like really, it, it it's like a life altering experience. It's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Yeah,
1: and actually, as a matter of fact, you know, Frankie, I want to I want to to talk about this right now while people understand or because you know understand where we're coming from is that this game has been such this game has been so profound for us too as gamers that um, we want to do another top like five of our favorite games or top ten or probably like top five of our games so you know we're gonna have an episode one of the, one of these days and we're gonna kind of give you. Um, it kind of give you some updates because that's changed for some of us for both of us I think actually
0: mm-hmm. yeah so yeah
1: yeah so yeah I'm I'm excited to talk about it because it's I think it's nutty and I think one of the things that's great about talking about games is the game our favorite games
0: that we've played. So yeah. yeah. Uh, well do you think that's it for now on our I discussion think so of Elton uh, Yeah yeah
1: I mean I, I felt like we didn't have a whole lot to talk about there's so much more to Reed. talk about there's, there's so there's much
0: so- more we didn't talk about. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's true. I, I mean, um, I almost want to say, if we can, dude, it's up to you. Uh, um, do a, um, either do a, a shared playthrough, where we just we deal with the um, the complexity of doing a, a shared gameplay. But you can, in, in Elden Ring, um, whether it's you do it with me or I do it with you. So
0: I'm um, at the beginning of the game, so uh, I guess we could like mow down through enemies.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. We can try we can try exp- if you want something. I mean, or a new it, game, is that what you're talking about? Like doing it all over again? We either can do brand new characters or we can do a new game plus. So it doesn't matter to me. So or we both level up characters? We'll I don't see. Because like yeah. every
0: time every time I summon people to fight bosses with me, it was always really cordial and fun, like mm-hmm. bowing every time. Just like these these uh niceties you have to do, like we must bow to each mm-hmm. other. And then sometimes I'd be like, Thank you. Uh-huh. Right, <laughs> right, right,
1: right. No, I haven't. Um, I personally have not done any multiplayer. And the- oh, that's not true. The very my um when I do multiplayer, oh, one of the first uh, small dungeons that you do, I um I didn't summon anybody to help me, but I helped somebody. And uh, like I actually have not received, and no one's helped me in my experience playing Elden Ring. It's always been me and my summon, but I've
0: helped people though. And well, yeah, on that on that last note, um. After I summoned somebody to help me with the boss, I put my summon mark down so that I could help people with the same boss. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did that a few times. And that was really fun coming into other people's worlds to help them. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the times I I didn't get invaded that much, but I did get invaded once when I summoned uh, someone into my world to fight that dragon on the ice lake. Yeah. And we were because you don't have the horse, so you have to run across the whole lake. And of course, somebody like invaded and he he, like ran away to where the giants were. That was a whole ordeal. It sucked so much.
1: And the the invader ran to the giants.
0: Yeah. And we were like, fuck you, we want to fight the dragon. So we just ran, we ran away and he just left the world. So that was the only invasion I've had really. (laughs) Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. The only way that people can invade you is if you're doing multiplayer too. So yeah. 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 Yeah anyway <laughs> uh i guess this is not the last we've talked about Elden ring so just expect more from us no. in the future i guess is there yeah anything else you want to say
1: no i can't i can't say other than you know y'all if there's any multiplayer games you want to play there's a lot of them choose one play it hopefully you can get some <laughs> hopefully if you're lucky enough to have friends that you know that want to play them too play them with your friends uh, i don't have a lot of friends that
0: play the same games i do so if you do have fun <laughs> oh no, josh i'll try to play online more
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, what it happens? It'll happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. I mean, we both have Xbox Series
1: Xs. I don't know why we're not playing Halo together.
0: Because so... <laughs> I don't play multiplayer. I just We do don't play have. Anything. We can
1: play a campaign together.
0: Well, then I'm playing with Fabrice because he's we never cool. played it before.
1: Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, well you know, you, okay. never, you never played. You couldn't play Halo at ODST. What if I played it with you?
0: You know that's a good idea i yeah. could do that yeah. okay
1: let's yeah when when you're ready to play i listen i haven't fired up my xbox in like four months so or three Jesus or three Christ. or four months so okay <laughs> yeah, if, if that's a reason if that's a, well if that's a reason for me to fire up my xbox series, that's one reason but i also gotta before we end the episode y'all i jumped back into aliens and um aliens been a part of my life for a long time we'll talk i'll talk more about it next episode but uh i went ahead and picked up an older game on the xbox for um aliens aliens It's called aliens versus predator extinction and um i got it it came out on the uh, pc the xbox and the ps2 but i got it for the xbox because it's you know i have an xbox series x i should be able to play it on my xbox series x so um, hopefully i'll talk about that here pretty soon okay (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah cool beans it's been a pleasure josh absolutely my friend yeah frankie frankie watch star trek discovery my friend yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for
0: reminding me. I uh, want well,
1: and tell me what you think of semets and uh Dr. Colbert. Granted, they're not, it's not, they're not, it's not always it's not all about them, but don't be wrong. Well, every time they every time you see any of those characters, mm. even I'm like, this is exciting because not only are they beautiful people, but it's just great storytelling.
0: Girl, mama, we gotta close this episode, but is that the is that the Star Trek series that Tignataro is in? I don't know who that is. She plays a doctor. She's um I don't think so. Okay.
1: I don't think so. Um <laughs> but here's a cool thing though too. I like about um Alice discovery Gosh. too
0: that yeah well
1: then end the episode yeah, end, end, end the episode my friend <laughs> otherwise I'm gonna keep talking about well, go talking about you know stuff
0: I know <laughs> we could talk about everything forever.
1: Yep, yep, <laughs> yep do do uh you know Frankie, do the thing.
0: I'll do the thing. <laughs> okay. Special thanks to Anchor.fm for hosting and distributing our podcast. You can visit our website at anchor.fm slash TCOG. And if you'd like to reach out and ask us questions or give us feedback directly, you can find us on Twitter at Cauldron Gaming or email us at thecauldronofgaming at gmail.com. Extreme gratitude goes to Naughty Bits for providing us with the primary music we use on our show. To find out more about him, find his music on SoundCloud at Naughty Bits, all one word. Or check out the description of the episode for the link. And we do shuffle through classic tracks throughout the history of gaming for our outros. So be sure to check out the episode descriptions for more information on that as well. Also check the link in the description for our Spotify Cauldron Picks playlist. where every episode we add new songs in a growing collection to share some songs we want you to fall in love with. Sorry. Please rate review and subscribe to our little podcast on the listening platform of your choice. It really helps us get out there and we'd love to connect with more gaming mages, necromancers, geomancers and summoners out there. Laissez le bon You, Be it's kind so game on. Just as as in I do not thank you. Try it over. That itself is just as brief as a candle in the
1: wind that is greedy
0: just like see alone but say I am flying. Side, cause that itself is selfish, just as brief as a candle, and the wind in it its pure white just.